get into gate. Welcome to episode 83, talking absolute power. Stargate SG1, we are the Get of the Gate team. My name is Mitch. Joining me, Matty Gibson. This episode of Stargate brought to you by Absolute Vodka. Ooh, that would have been a fantastic... Hang on, hang on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's shut up the mics. We'll come back in two hours. <laughs> we'll see how things are going. Well, Brendan might already be there. How are you going, buddy? Hi. This episode of Stargate brought to you by Absolute Catherine. Powers. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. It was off the cuff, mate. What do you want? Go on, then. Your you, turn. You've got a script from now on. Yeah. It was gonna say, if it was prepared, it's even worse. So I'm, I'm glad that it was only off the cuff. Means you can, I think you they can call stay. it premeditated. <laughs> I think I'd rather be in his boat, though, having prepared it than me. It took me like eight seconds to go, oh, what do you mean? Oh, right. Catherine Power. It's funny when you explain a joke. And, yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm being a bit slow We can cut today. all this in. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's always <laughs> it's generous gold, when you call man. it a joke. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, g'day, guys. <laughs> yeah, g'day, 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 Reese. Well, here we are. Talk some Stargate SG1. If you are new to the show, Brendan, Maddie, myself, Mitch, we're old school fans of Stargate. Reese, he's watching all this for the first time, and uh, we're right in the middle of, well, sort of peak SG1. We've been telling him season mm. four. Does it continue here? Let's uh, get to the synopsis of the show, and then we'll uh, ask Reese what he thought about this episode. When a chosen boy found on planet Abydos is brought back to the SGC, he sends a telepathic message, causing Daniel Jackson's personality to undergo disturbing changes. Will the rest of SG1 be able to solve the mystery of the boy's origin before Jackson becomes a power-hungry warmonger? Jackson goes dark side, Reese. What'd you think? Oh. It was uh, it was out there, wasn't it? Mm. And my God, Michael Shanks plays a good douchebag, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Like, like, plays. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, you're ruining my image of him. All right. Mm. No, look, he's I'm uh, preparing you. <laughs> reality. <laughs> yeah, but no, I hated him in this episode, but he did it so well. Oh yeah, and he's like, um, yeah, just full out guauld, but. Um, yeah, obviously, um, pick the dream sequence half, for halfway through. Um, yeah, I was wondering when you'd click onto it. A year. To what it was. A year later? Yeah. I think that, that triggered it. Yeah, to that, me. Was, that was it, yeah. yeah. I'm like, why are they skipping out a year? I'm like, oh, I'm like, they've never done it that far ahead. I'm, I'm like, they've done three months yeah. when they're in 100 did, days. What yeah. did you say, Maddie, about um, Martin Woods? Said, oh, Robert C. Cooper really knows how to suck an audience in. Next minute, one year later. Well, obviously it's a dream. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. As if they're going to give Jackson a house with bloody a 40 mansion. security guards <laughs> yeah. to yeah. himself. This is the new show. This is, this thought, is the way like, we're doing it. <laughs> de- no more on, Russia. Depending on how much you sort of pay attention, it's like when Shifu does sort of put Daniel into the dream sequence, he kind of gives it away there because Shifu says dreams mm. teach. But for me, I thought it was quite clever. There was a big enough gap. Like, they, they continued the conversation yeah. and talked about other things before then Shifu sort of did the, the, the you know, E.T. hand touch yeah. thing. Because I was, I was worried, because Reese is always pretty on the ball. I was like, I was mm. worried if he would pick it up there because it kind of then ruins the whole thing for you. Yeah. Well, that, um, that's what originally um, made me come to the conclusion. Oh, that it's, it's a dream sequence because they were talking about the dreaming and blah, blah, mm. blah. But... Um, it was, yeah, like you said, when it said one year later, I'm like, that's a bit dodgy. But then I'm like, oh, maybe they've got another answer for it. But as soon as they went into, he ringed them down mm. and they went into that control room. I'm like, yeah, no, nah, this is this is a dream. Yeah. This, is, yeah. this is not real. Can't come yeah. back from this. Yeah, I was trying to remember, again, because it's been so long since I watched this episode. I'm like, how do they wrap this up? Because last week being 2010, like they reversed, they, they changed the timeline. They went back mm. in time to change their future. So surely they're not going to do that two weeks in a row yeah but if this does turn out to be some kind of just it's a simple it was all a dream that i'm gonna be so (laughs) pissed off because they've done it before as well yeah it's like such a cool elseworlds sort of sort of tale and i guess i'm gonna forgive that it was all a dream thing because it was a cautionary tale by the uh, the one because we've had stargate origins since this (laughs) yeah basically you can forgive almost anything (laughs) and and i thought about that if you put a pan flute over top of it oh absolutely (laughs) so excited did they play that as soon as he said like revealed himself yeah Yeah, they did i am shifu i am harcesis oh god i've missed that (laughs) (laughs) all goosebumps you know, go to that bit with, 
Dun. It was like the second beat. And I'm like, oh, Christ, this is going to be a Matty dream <laughs> this weekend. He's going to absolutely love it. But it, when he goes, I am Harsesis, like a second later, I'm like, and you've already had more purpose about being here than Stargate Origins. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. So oh, man. Not, that's the second Harsesis that's been on Abydos then. <laughs> yeah. When he came out, Shit. when he came out, and um, obviously when the little tornado finished, and uh, oh, another Wizard of Oz reference as well. Oh yeah, try and keep it in Kansas. Um, and then he came yeah. out and he's dressed in that. He's dressed in that gear. I'm like, oh, it's the it's the bloody pan flute guy, but he's young. Oh, and oh, obviously yeah. because it hasn't been that long since he was a baby, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm my thought was, oh, he's a Harsis's baby, but no, he's not because he's he's at least ten years old. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then he's like, I'm the Harsesis. And I'll literally just shout at the TV, oh, shit. <laughs> like, it was just mind-blowing. I'm like, what the, what, this is epic. Like, yeah. the yeah. fact that he's just coming. He's a good little actor too. He like, was yeah. really good. It. Like when, yeah, when so much, I mean, while he only featured in like the first sort of half or maybe even third of this episode before you get into the one year later thing. So much of that revolved around him convincing you of, yeah. well, if, if not even convincing you that he was Harsesis, but having you question whether or not he was mm. and believing when he says he was, but then also believing other people when they said he wasn't. When you, in, in hindsight, you go, oh, hang on, that was a bit questionable. Like he was, he was really good. Like mm. camera is just on him and he's speaking adult dialect and all that sort of gear. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah he well, was fantastic. Um, Peter DeLuise said in the commentary, his mother is an actor. So, like, she actually worked with him a lot mm. sort of before they started filming. Helicopter to parent. Get, yeah, to get it. She's like, <laughs> she's like, damn it, this kid's got a better Naturally. gig than I'll ever get. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, Try and get me an audition, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then Peter DeLuise hey, actually... Peter. How's things? Peter DeLuise actually then gave him maternal instinct to watch and said, like, okay, base your character on that monk because that's what right. all of your dialogue is like. Mm. So he shaved his head for it. Like took that. him ages to get through. He's like, "Oh my god, this episode! <laughs> yeah, what is this stupid line they want me to read? It makes no sense." Was that was almost the second thing they ever saw. Like when he, they, I mean, it, for one, actually, when they go, "Oh, we're bringing him back," I don't think he's going to pose any threat. I'm like, "Guys, ser- yeah. how, how many times we've we been through? You just <laughs> met this person. <laughs> he don't- arrived in a tornado. <laughs> I get that he's Harsesis and through the Stargate. He doesn't remember anything, but he is still Harsesis." He, he is he is the spawn of your enemy mm. and his wife, girlfriend, lover, whatever. Too good. Okay, he's like evil incarnate, and you're like, nah, he's all right. He's yeah, a, but he he's came a from my wife's womb, so it's fine. <laughs> she wasn't evil. It's a but... Surrogate. That's all it is. <laughs> I, I, when... My wife was a hostage when she gave birth. Just, you know, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. First time I saw this episode, I think they'd revealed old young Shifu from. Uh, from the feet up, and I'm like, oh, is this the Ritu kid or something? Because mm. it's the same. I've I got think he had a hood or something. I've got written down here: gun to your head, Shifu or Charlie 2.0. Yeah, that's what I thought For it was. What? Just who? Who would? Who do you prefer? Who would you want as a kid? Oh, jeez, <laughs> Charlie 2.0 <laughs> wouldn't was last that long. Yeah, you wouldn't be a dad for long. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking. This other kid, you got to—he's a. F- Cryptic. You got to work out what do you what do you want for breakfast? Yeah. Pan flute. Oh my god! You're having toast. No, he, he that's, clearly that's loves pretty fruit loops. Standard, he yeah. clearly loves fruit loops. Shifu, Shifu, grand finals about to start, mate. Yeah. If you, if you, if you, where's the remote control, buddy? Can't find the remote control. What is lost will always be found, <laughs> oh, mate. Wow. Honestly, game about to kick off. I'm losing my freaking mind. But then he's got magical powers. He'd be able to find it in a heartbeat yeah. and just like. No, but he wouldn't. You. That's what Mitch is saying. He wouldn't. Yeah, he'd he wouldn't. play with you. He'd make you find it. He's you... trying to teach you a lesson. He'd make you realize you don't have to watch the game. And I'm like, that's not the point, man. It's not yeah. what I need. Tell me in two and a half hours I don't need to watch the game. Yeah. After yeah. I've already watched the when game. When my team loses, I'll agree with you. Yeah. So just turn it on. <laughs> don't, don't know that yet. Well, you can hide it again. I'll find it later. Yeah, when your team loses, just send him into like the, the opposition's like dressing room and t- tell him to turn into a tornado. Take care of the other team, yeah. you know? Mm. It's like having your own little super-powered Hulk in there. You can just... Unleash him on people. It's just a game. We don't want to kill the whole team. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, again, ask me at full time. Maybe I'll think. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Depends on the game. Yeah. But yeah, I love how he made Jackson have that massive dream and then just added in that he, he loves Fruit Loops, even though he doesn't know what Fruit Loops are yet. Mm. <laughs> it was a right. big bowl. It's, like, kind, of, it's, it's like kind of more of Daniel's dream, I think. Yeah, no, it was just a joke. No, yeah. Good, good gear. <laughs> You said before about the um, the reference to Wizard of Oz, like uh, we, we're about being in Kansas or whatever. Yeah, but yeah. I'll, like one of the past weeks, I watched half the uh, episode on DVD, 
and then I watched the next half on Stan, and the subtitles were different. The DVD, you know, when it was in Ghoul, they actually told you what they were saying. Mm. You know, they were shellcacking, they were bloody apostrophes everywhere, and Stan just simply <laughs> said alien language. And in this, they actually had what they were saying, obviously, because they were speaking English, but they said rather than, hey, this is straight out of Kansas, it's like, keep it in the canyons. And I'm like, uh, what is that a reference to? It oh, doesn't make sense. And I had to, yeah. say, I miss like the next minute because I'm trying to work out what the freaking hell, keep it in the canyons. And I'm like, yeah. oh, he's talking about Kansas. Well, yeah, well done, guys. Like, and what, yeah. why be lazy with subtitles, guys? Just, Come on. It's Australian, just like, whatever. This is what it sounds like. Because that's, um, <laughs> I had the same thing. I had the subtitles up and the amount of times it wasn't what they said. Mm. It was like around, the, you know, it was the gist of what they were saying, but it wasn't exactly what they said. And then, um, at the end, uh, the when the the first credit rolls, it has on the subtitles. It has the credit for whoever wrote the yeah. subtitles, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, it's the only time you get a credit is when you've got the subtitles on. But mm. why would you? And they're so wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say like the person's name comes up, Richard Dean Anderson, and then there's a subtitle, Richard <laughs> Dean Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> just just on Hard mispronunciation stuff. I wanted to wait until sort of Lincoln wasn't here because I didn't want to like completely shit in his lap about it. But you told us a couple of weeks ago about yeah, how Dubai he's... his back. He's you won't hear it. Look, I can't handle to see the look of disappointment on his face. It's like hitting a puppy. Like, you just... I can't do it. I can't do it. Like no, I can tell you growing up as his older brother, it is kind of fun after a while. <laughs> <laughs> Not only do you get used to it, you kind of like it. Do I need to call the RSPCA for your dog? No, um, I love my dogs. I'd never do that to them. <laughs> so he told us a story a couple of weeks ago how he's got a, an online game on his phone and he's... Um, Shellkeck Nemron. Yeah, but I, I don't know. He said Shellkeck Nemron. And he said people said, oh, Shell, Shell, has that got to do with Stargate? But it's Shellkeck Nemron. Yeah, but we're from I, Queensland, mate. That just might be the way mm. we say it. But all I'm saying like is, 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 has he spelt it S H A L or S H E L? Link like screenshot that and send it to yeah, us. Now. Like, Don't lie like you like, do. Because like, if it is A L, he's going to be de- slightly devastated. Yeah. Oh, yeah, like because with the, remember the other, the other day. week. We yeah. If only was, he was here, you could ask him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, like How I dare said, you I, assume his I, username? <laughs> <laughs> Just because um, a couple of months ago when we were talking about the volcume, um, mm. he he was like, no, no, it's a volcube. Yeah. And I was like, well, well, no, it's a circle, so it can't nah, be a volcube. So we had to look it up. And he'd been spelling volcume wrong like his entire life, right. his entire Stargate life. <laughs> like he needs to spell it often. Right, <laughs> like, Exactly. <laughs> You've been embarrassing exactly. yourself yeah. in Stargate forums like, no, for years. That's not how you spelled this made-up word from this fictional television show. I'll stop you right there. Um, so, yeah, I was just curious to see what uh, what his actual screen name was. Yeah, well, maybe he realised as soon as he said it and he just sort of put it to the back of his mind because when we were doing Serpent's Venom the other week and we were playing back the bit where you had um, Rockstar, Gould, Torture Guy, mm. and uh, Teal'c, and he's like, who do you think's more known across the galaxy, me or you? And we're like, obviously Teal'c, because Teal'c's known by Teal'c, and he's called Shova. And I said Shova, and I'm like, I know it's Shalvar, and I pronounced it wrong. I'm like, let's just push on and hope no one references it. And no one did, but then I felt like, well, now they're judging me because they're like, this guy doesn't even know how to pronounce Shova, right? <laughs> oh. so Hosting of a Stargate podcast. Yeah, I mean, where's, <laughs> where's the apostrophe in Shova? Oh. Stupid Australian, you know, well, like, no, so well, I apologise, all right, guys, I get it, it's show bar, yeah. Laying all the cards on the table, it does annoy the fuck out of me when you say Bray Tech instead of Bray Tack. <laughs> I'm not, cha- I'm not I'm changing here, Matt, mate. Maddie just attacking all of those boys. <laughs> what else, Maddie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let it all out. Yeah, yeah go on. It's a safe place, it's just between us four. Safe place, if you're a Gibson, it's fine, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Play the pan flute. I thought you guys coming. <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna if you're gonna critique, mate, put a pan flute <laughs> under it. Okay, it's not gonna rip my heart out. <laughs> hey, look, I, I, you guys established months ago that tearing each other apart is a sign of endearment. Mm, so you know, oh, with, with tact. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just cruelty. Say, uh, hang on, I've got a list for the. This is for the end of the season, but uh, you say tech yeah, wrong. It's like you literally. <laughs> You illiterate f**ks just need to learn yeah. your pronunciations and we'll you be fine. You say staff weapon wrong. You say Zatnik tell wrong. <laughs> there was one time in episode 14 when you mispronounced uh, yeah. something. Yeah, you said uh, Gould instead of Gould. Mm. <laughs> I, I, long ago, I decided to be General Hammond on this situation. Yeah. Just say Gould. Gould, yeah. Mm. Gould, yeah. Uh, well, Daniel's, Daniel flips and flops as well. Yeah. Mm. Maybe I'm just being really pissy because I'm taking after Teal'c in this episode. Did anyone know? I mean, I know it was a dream sequence, so I think you can kind of, um, like, chalk it up to that. 
Mm. Did anyone else notice Tilk being really pissy at one point? I don't remember Tilk being it. <laughs> Tilk died, I thought, pretty early on. Yeah. Daniel Jackson. Tilk. I was unable to complete my kill no ream. <laughs> what is of such importance that I should be summoned here immediately? Like that was that's a little pissy for Teal. Yeah, although like I, that's a, to me that was the giveaway that it's a dream because it's like Teal would never never be that pissy. Why doesn't he um, do his Kelnarim when everyone's asleep? I think that was the idea that it was, but Daniel was like up <laughs> no, all night, okay. erratic or something. And he yeah. just sneaked, yeah. And and that scene in hindsight goes to think, okay, what, if this is all in Daniel, and I get that Harsesis. Shifu was making Daniel think only in the negative side of his brain and, mm. and, and be the worst version of himself. But in the worst version of himself, it, it plays... And we've always talked about how there's this just constant hatred towards Teal'c. Mm. And so in his mind, the negative side of his brain, Teal'c is like that. And, yeah. and if, he, if he had the chance, he'd kill Teal'c very, very soon. Yeah. Very quickly. <laughs> just this is your as soon as yeah. possible. Uh, apparently, too, there was a um, a deleted scene. So I don't know whether it was filmed and then dropped out or whether it was kind of just dropped out at the script stage. But apparently there was a scene where it revealed that Teal'c, like in that sort of one year later future, Teal'c was still alive, but he was like being held captive by Daniel. And Daniel Jesus. was like... Um, uh, harvesting his blood and injecting it into himself, oh. so, so that he had knacker in his blood, in his blood, yeah, so that right. he could he could use uh, gold technology. That'd be dark. That's, Holy shit! That's some dark shit right there. Jesus. So then, why can't Tilk use a hand device? Doesn't fit his massive hands. <laughs> <laughs> it's the that's only the reason. Main reason. <laughs> oh, fair oh, I'm, sure da- I'm sure Daniel was using some of his like advanced gold knowledge to like alter the blood or. T- you know, siphon the knack were out of it and mm. didn't do it the right way so that he could actually use it. I know the exactly how this works. Mm. And he axes O'Neill with it too, with the ribbon device. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. So it's, even within like the negative sort of alternate version of himself, he still had even darker, you know, visions of him like yeah. you know, yeah. using the ribbon device on, 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 on O'Neill and Carter. So it's like even even in the most negative part of himself, he still could go darker, and we're still questioning himself. Yeah, but then I guess that was early, and then oh, you know, and then he brings sudden, uh, Peter Williams, old Apoff, back in. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I saw his name pop up. Yeah, put pop up at the start. I'm like, oh, cool, Poff's in it, and he's in it for like a yeah. split second. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. good on you, mate. Yeah. You know, you're taking some time out during yeah. the week, and they went like a week wages. off, mate. But no, come in. I feel like they went, oh, you know what? Like he's only here for like thirty seconds. <laughs> yeah. We're not going to make him sit through all his face makeup with his face mm. plates and all stuff like that. It's a dream. Let's just give him proper, <laughs> give him his normal skin. He'll just be in and out of makeup and we'll be done. Mm. We'll just, you know, we'll look after you, Pete. So mm. before you come to dream sequence, Reese, did you think, oh, this isn't Harsesis. This is, this is another ghouled trick or something. No, I mean, it come across my mind. I, when he said I'm Harsesis, I'm like, I'm like, oh, you look like the monk. Um, it makes sense. And you came here in a hurricane, but, um, <laughs> a song lyric came in like a hurricane. No, well, maybe it should be. I digress. I'm not sure. This is the story of hurricane. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it did, it did cross my mind. Obviously when, um, um, as soon as Daniel fell to the ground after he touched his head, I'm like, oh shit, this kid's evil and he's come to kill everyone. Yeah. Um, shit's going to get, shit's, shit's going to happen. That would have um, been cooler. Yeah, which yeah, is a, he's which like mini Apophis and just yeah, that's right. Yeah. And then yeah, which which led well into the dream sequence because that could have been, um, you know what what caused Daniel to go and blow up mm. bloody Moscow. But um, yeah, no, it's um, definitely questionable. But I more more so felt that yeah, he is the Harseezers. So I know with uh, like in that episode, what was it, season two, where Daniel, you know, there was a question: Do we kill? All the good, oh, the little baby primta, primta, mm. just oh, in the yeah. tank and stuff. Oh, and He's bloodlines. Like, yeah, we kill them before they, you know, mature and and take out, you know, and, and take over people's bodies and cause more death to thousands, you know, millions of people across the galaxy or whatever. Mm. So it, it would, I'm okay with the idea that he'd probably go genocidal against the Gould in an alternate future version of himself that went full dark side. But the idea that he's like. Oh, I just, that line where he said to Jack, you know, when they he turned the the weapons on Moscow, he's like, 
have you not thought that maybe this is what I've always wanted? And I'm like, yeah. so what? In the dark version of yourself, you've wanted to destroy Earth or Moscow? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or, or, or destroy <laughs> like he, he it was like going. It was a bit destroy like destroy communism. I know. Yeah. That's what he's I know 22 <laughs> languages, and I just can't nail Russian. <laughs> Let's get rid of him. And if I can't do it. No one needs to know about that. Yeah. They destroy the language, so it's a dead language. And if I can't do it, then and just no to correct you, Reese, while we're correcting people, twenty-three languages. So, oh, well, he must have learned. <laughs> he must learn one between now and the end of the series. So, mm. yeah. Ancient, well, so. if you um, <laughs> if you do want to get a little bit of insight into how uh, Michael Shanks actually played the quote-unquote evil version, ooh, wheel in the piano, boys. Oh, oh shit. long time no see. You want a hand with that? No, you're good. Gather round the fire. It's time for another reading with high pitch. Many fans have wondered how lovely, sweet Daniel Jackson could turn into such a nasty person so quickly. Michael Shanks has the answer. He never was a bad person. He was the same Daniel all the way through the episode. We just saw him in a different set of circumstances. We all know that when Daniel is on track of something he he's really passionate about, he, he's adamant about what he thinks and can accomplish. This was Daniel being himself, and it was important to Robert Cooper and me that we not tip the hand of what was go- uh, what was going to happen up until the very end, that we perceive him as a bad person finally because we see the results of the process. Well, that's... Not really. He was bad. <laughs> it was like one year later, he was bad. Graham, piss off. We're done. Like, right, as, soon as, as soon as the audio book gets closed... <laughs> <laughs> Don't hang around. You're out. You're paid the same. So, yeah. So, basically, the the whole way through that, Michael Shanks wasn't playing that evil. He was just like, no, that's just Daniel. Yeah, I it's can It's just Daniel of... with, that, with that intense singular focus that Daniel always has when yeah. he's going up against Jack about military, science, ethics. I can kind, kind of, of buy it when uh, Daniel says, oh, now, now that it's me saying let's kick some gold butt, you mm. have a real problem with that? Mm. I like that line. But the rest of it was kind of like, why would he, why would he ring down and like kill... Tilk and put Carter away in jail and yeah, like yeah. it was just a bit too much. Like yeah, that's, that's not the normal. That's not the normal. And then bomb Jackson. Russia. Like he would never bomb Russia. Yeah, mm. yeah. Just because he just so he can keep control and keep secrecy of it. Yeah. But then I don't think that he'd ever do that because he's always about what's right. Like that's his that's his main moral and his main value. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I can understand him taking control, even just thinking. At, up to that point, I'm the only one with the knowledge, so this is the only way to keep it safe. But then to go ahead and nuke a whole city, yeah, to is you know crazy. have have dreams about like Teal'c like kneeling before you in subservience, and then yeah. you know, having him secretly killed, yeah, and mm. then having Carter taken off the program because she was finding out she found out what he was doing. It's like no, that's that's pretty you know yeah. psychotic. Like that's yeah, that's pretty that's, evil. That's not normal, Daniel. Now. We've hinted at this. This is a Robert C. Cooper written episode, I know. That's one. <laughs> so I've got a bit of audio here. I'm not the only one on the Cooper train. That's all I want to say. Oh, you're so, driving oh, it, though. Absolutely. <laughs> it's on autopilot now. It's just it's its, its own itself. entity. <laughs> Hope there's no corners. <laughs> it's not. Uh, it's full steam out. So, so this is a, um, a bit of audio from the audio commentary. Peter DeLuise talking to Robert C. Cooper about how Michael Shanks and Richard Dean Anderson, about how good their chemistry is. In a way... Love the fruit basket, one of my favorite lines. Yeah, love the fruit basket. In a way, you're counting on their chemistry was pretty much the cornerstone of this of this episode. Yeah. Without the chemistry and, and the dynamic that, the, between them, this would be, quite frankly, not a very good episode. <laughs> Burn. Jesus, so, just go, just go he's like, like he's in the room. He's telling him <laughs> to his face. But it's like I like uh, Robert C. Cooper's. Frankly, <laughs> when I read this, it was shit. <laughs> but then I realised that RDA and Michael Shanks. They'll save I'm it. I'm like, oh, yeah. and only only two people can save this, and it ain't the writer. <laughs> Their acting in my direction <laughs> is going to save yeah. this. Well, see, Quite I frankly, I thought the thing that you take issue with is. The very, very first thing you hear in the audio commentary, like after the lion roars, this is the very, very first thing you hear is Robert Cooper. Hi, I'm uh, Robert Cooper, um, co-executive producer at the time this episode was shot, executive producer now. I've since been promoted. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) Promoted yourself. (laughs) 
it's, it's, oh, I'm moving very quickly. I mean, this episode wasn't even that long, and I've already got another promotion. Anyway. Uh, oh, so sorry. Where are we? Oh, Harsesis is already here. There's so much I've actually missed of what's yeah. important to talk about. Yeah. By the time I get to the next audio commentary, I'll be starring in the show. So, yeah. but, in, but in all honesty, for me, there is no point to this storyline. So, like, what is the point to it? The Harsesis comes to tell Daniel he can't have the Gould knowledge. Yeah. It's, and then it turns con- into a glowy alien thingy. It's yeah. to convince them that, uh, yeah, you can't, there's no point using me. But what? It, just it, go yeah. Just go away. Never Which be the, seen again. Because then that's they're... the end of the series. The Gwawl are dead. You build this shit to kill them and that's it. But he, the, here's the weird bit for me, though, is, you know, spoiler for Reese, this is it. We never see Shifu again. This is it. Yeah. This is the Harsisa story or Kasu- summed or up. Kasuf. Yeah, this is it for Kasuf as well. What his name is? Kasuf. Good no father. Suit. Yeah. Good father. Oh, mate. And I'll tell you what, the, the, the English teacher on, on Abydos is working overtime. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. He is fantastic now. He's walking through. He's like, <laughs> yeah. how sound is his bloody desert? Am I right? Am I right? Oh, oh he's yeah. making good jokes. Yeah. I've seen many bushes burn. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm like, um, man, you could The sand gets everywhere. But what <laughs> I thought was weird is it was only what? It was a season ago they decided to kill off Sharae in Forever in a Day mm. and set Daniel up for this whole... That was supposed to be his new arc, was supposed to be find the Harsesis, find the Harsesis, find the Harsesis. Mm. They got two episodes out of it, because after Forever in a Day, all we really had was Maternal Instinct, where we find the baby in Keb, yeah. and then this episode. So it's like they've killed off Sharae to give him this new storyline to sort of bump along. Mm. We got two episodes over a season, and this is the... This yeah. is the Harsisa no, story, glad story to be wrapped up. There is a little kind of diamond in the rough with that, though, which continues for Daniel. Yeah, and it's it's great. Like this is this is part of the the sort of main arc for Daniel. It does go off in a in a different direction now, mm. which is probably his most sort of poignant storyline. Yeah, I like how it's all interconnected. But I'm just like I just felt yeah, like you were saying, what the, what was the point of this episode? Mm. I would have liked a little bit more Harsisa, maybe. I yeah. don't know, like. Yeah, like you got that, you got like as as we talked about, it's very unique in in the world or in the universe mm. having a harsesis. So not that unique. No, apparently Abydos is <laughs> just anymore. like <laughs> flourishing, just getting yeah. him out of well, it. Hasn't been one for years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> at least twenty. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it would have been nice for them to yeah bring it bring it into the story a little bit more and and mm. get more out of it or you know. Um, Created a few paths that they could go down to. Yeah, I guess it's hard because they've you know they've set up the heart to be this sort of be all and end all. Yeah, you know they you know has all the knowledge mm. that that we've been that we've been wanting, and yeah. even the Tokro were getting in like yeah yeah we could use this knowledge too mm. because we're so far back. You know our our bloodline. Yeah. We don't have the genetic memory that the other Goa will do. So it's like if we could get someone like this. Well, yeah, we would get all this information that we would know sort of where they're at technologically, you know, their thought process, all their resources, all that mm. kind of stuff. Mm. Speaking of the Tok'ra, like, why the hell would they go and tell them? Like, I get it. Oh, you know, we've got a treaty and we've got to tell them all this shit. Yeah, the Tok'ra it? tell us nothing. Yeah. yeah, Nothing. Fair enough if Jacob was still on holidays here. Yeah. 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 Throw him a bone. but. Yeah. I, nah. did, I did love Jack's little tantrum about it, though. Sir, we've received word from the Tok'ra. Oh, did we really have to call them? <laughs> <laughs> when he said that, I was like, yeah, did yeah. we? Like, and then even hind- as Hammond's explaining it, he's just like, hmm, whatever. I don't yeah. <laughs> doing anything. Well, even in hindsight. <laughs> Worst like, ally ever. <laughs> the one line that really made sense in Daniel's dream sequence was the him saying to Hammond, no, they wouldn't betray us on purpose, but shit finds a way of getting back yeah. to the Gould mm. if we deal with the Tokra. And then when you come back to okay, Daniel's like, you know, in a in a in a coma nearly. He's been he's been out that long. Mm. Um oh by the way, we've already got a Tokra here walking around telling us what's what. And then it's like, well hang yeah. on. No, I agree with I agree with evil Daniel on this yeah. one. What you didn't need to call this guy because yeah. the guy that we've never seen before. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, he was, he the was new actually Martouf. the one from um, the one that Teal'c locked in the cargo ship in uh, when he was trying to rescue them. Oh, right. He was oh, a really? well trusted. He was that pretty little Toker. Because I was the same. I thought, who is this Toker and why do we care? And I looked him up and I'm like, oh shit, that's because he's so forgettable in, mm. in but, The Devil You Know. But that's true. Like, even the first episode we meet the Toker, Toker part one, 
and two, there's two gold spies. Not one, but two. <laughs> and they've, act- they've actually got a ghoul in there that they know is a ghoul spy at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, they know <laughs> yeah. they've got one. Yeah. <laughs> totally. Like he's just hanging out. Absolutely. And that would be yeah. a cool exchange between the SGC and the Tokra hierarchy is them having a little conversation on screen. Not even one we can assume off screen, but where they go, look, unless you absolutely need to tell us, like... If it's something like the Harsisis, don't tell us because we don't know how we could use that to our mutual advantage mm. where it's not going to get back to Gould and it's going to mm. cause some real shit because they're obviously going to want to track down this Harsisis for the same reasons we do, but for, I guess, different outcomes. But Yeah, the Toker are super self-centered, though. Oh, g- give the information to us and we'll handle it. Mm, don't yeah. worry about it. That's that's what <laughs> they'd be like. Eh? That's what it's like. But maybe we're, we're better. Maybe Stop mucking the... around, kids. Give it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe the answer is uh, in what you said, Matty. Maybe having more Harsises, especially in that one year later where all he did was eat breakfast, <laughs> eating cereal yeah. at the table, yeah. because. And there's no way he would have gotten through that entire bowl before those Fruit Loops were a soggy mess. Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no, I don't care what superpowers he's no. got. He Has can, anyone he mastered can't eat that cereal yet, really? that fast? Let's be honest. Yeah. You had Fruit Loops. Has anyone eaten a full bowl of Fruit Loops before they get all soggy and shit? Unless you have no. like three. Mm. It's like a battle no one's won. Mm. Jack O'Neill in Window of Opportunity. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Keeps getting crunchy every day. Uh... <laughs> but the end result or, or whatever the, the wrap up of this story is is Harsis is saying yeah look you know using me is not a great idea for whatever reason mm. so do you have the that ladies. in the dream sequence where his his evil version his alternate um, self Daniel would use Harsis to it's absolute extreme uh, in the future where he would be existing all the time. You would have him at least featured not just obviously he's he's ripped the knowledge from him over the past 12 months in that version of the timeline he'd have no but need for him would he i guess but if i guess not like it would all, it'd be very interesting mm. if they would have not written him off dead like tilk but have him it's like he has been used to it to daniel's advantage or otherwise have him there all the time giving daniel this information whether or not he's naive about what's going on he probably wouldn't be because he's smart as shit maybe to a point of being annoying but <laughs> have him i don't know just being utilized by daniel at at every moment to say that if daniel yeah, went dark side. He would use that knowledge to his own advantage, you know, to a point where I don't know. Yeah, just I, I feel yeah, like just yeah, being super overprotective mm. of him. Like, no, don't talk to him. Yeah, like that's you my know, toy. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's mm. my thing. So yeah, yeah. Maybe- yeah. The most they kind of got was they they kind of did sort of hint at the fact that the kid had kind of been corrupted a little bit in that when we first meet him, he's this you know centered Buddhist monk mm. throwing out all these mm. you know. Uh, philosophical ideas and then yeah. a year later and he's like Eating television and fruit loops, and fruit loops. And, yeah. <laughs> I like television yeah. I like processed sugar he's a normal kid <laughs> I mean he's still wearing his robes though it's like they could have put him in you know yeah. put was, him in a Bart Simpson t-shirt or yeah. something what does he know? do on wash day <laughs> <laughs> um, so he's talking about the battle the whole thing was about the battle between the conscience and the subconscious Conscious. consciousness mm. Yeah, like, what What exactly was he saying? So his subconscious is the Gwold stuff, yeah. and he's just trying to basically suppress it. No, well, Omer has, has suppressed it. Because mm. there, there was that amazing line where right. he says, the only way to win is to deny a battle, mm. which I thought was yeah. a really, really poignant way to do it. So that's what Omer said. She's like, yes, I could let you sort of do this battle on your own as a battle of wills against what I've taught you and what I'm teaching you as opposed to what you are and, mm. what, and what you know. But you may lose that battle. So, yeah. yeah will. So the, you will lose that battle. Yeah. Mm. So, basically, I almost said, well, the only way to win is to deny deny that part of yourself battle. Actively. Yeah. Like yeah. an addiction, so, isn't it? Well, yeah, that's that's sort of what I I, I read as, like, you know, just if, if, you, if there's that dark side of you in the back of your head. Yeah. Just deny it battle. Just Your mind's autopilot, autopilot's going to want to do something, but mm. you've got to actively suppress it actively deny it basically yeah yeah don't don't put yourself like if you are an addict don't put yourself in a situation where you're going to be tempted to to take on whatever your addiction is like go back to it it's like just deny it battle just Just turn into a glowing orb run away (laughs) (laughs) I love the idea of it but a bit like Brennan said it's like what's the point in the sense that have we even heard of them talk about Harsesis since Paternal Instinct no, not it's not really. like they've said, "Oh, hey, when it grows up, maybe we can use the knowledge or anything." Yeah. They haven't referenced. They, haven't, they don't talk Done. about. No, him. it's like Armor took um, Armor yeah. Dasala took it away. 
We don't have to worry about that anymore. We don't have to worry about it. Mother Nature's we, got him, so he's yeah. fine. Unless it, they're trying to pass it off as uh, this, the the human part of, of Harsis has just wanted to know about Sharae, wanted to know about his mother. Otherwise, he shows up yeah. to tell Daniel why he shouldn't be looking for him, which he wasn't in the first place. Yeah. Why he yeah. shouldn't be trying to mine his knowledge, yeah, which he wasn't did, in the first place. Why did he come back? No, I took that as, at, at the very start, um, it's it's hard because it's kind of as they're doing the walk and talk with Kasuf. Mm. He says a tornado came through the Stargate mm. and it spoke Sharae's name. Yeah. So she, as far as I'm aware, Shifu wanted nothing to do with the SGC. Shifu just wanted to go to Abydos to learn of his mother. It was Kasuf after hearing Sharae's name in the tornado, mm. then called up the SGC and <laughs> said, Oi, guys, come have a look at this. Yeah, when I see out. weird yeah. shit, I call Earth. Yeah. <laughs> when, I mean, not that... Why has he got that Stargate open? Like, you don't need it. Yeah. <laughs> Your daughter's dead. Yeah. <laughs> your son, you got your son back. Just bury it. Everything's fine. Yeah. That's so, a, uh, yeah and, then, get... and then it's... It's funny, though. It's like the only the only information um, Shifu seemed to get about his mother came from Daniel. It's like, did mm. Kasuf ever get a chance to actually talk with his, like, illegitimate grandson yeah. and tell her, tell him about, you know, Sharae's childhood. Yeah. Daniel and, had 12 yeah. months with her. I had about 30 years. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. can't tell you anything. Yeah. yeah. No. That's what I mean. Like, so... <laughs> to, to be fair, though, Kasuf obviously has big chunks of his memory missing. So. <laughs> 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 Good to see, though, that in Daniel's uh, evil version, he still gives, uh, is it general, what do we settle on, mustache? Yeah. Uh, a role. He's still, he's got a <laughs> yeah. role in the government. He's still general sort of employer. like, you know, yeah. Daniel's main point of contact with the Pentagon. Just because they still didn't want to cast a president yet. They're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. oh, we're in season four. It's probably election year. We'll yeah. just wait. We'll it's just Ken- wait. It's yeah. Kenzie's Kenzie, yeah. Uh, yeah. the only president we've seen. Yeah. And that was in an alternate timeline. Um, I'm not saying anything. I'm <laughs> not saying anything. How funny was it when um, they're in the observation booth and then O'Neill says to Hammond, oh, don't, uh, you know, uh, let him go. Don't do anything. And Hammond's like, well, what do I say? What do I say? What do I say? <laughs> so, like, he's just asking for confirmation. <laughs> yeah. General, I highly recommend you order all personnel to stand down and get the heck out of the way. Are you sure, Colonel? The alternative might not be so pretty. What am I supposed to say? <laughs> All personnel, this is General Hammond, a glowing energy being. <laughs> headed for level 28. We believe it is heading for what the What do I say? Lower your weapon. It's just like, I might just let him shoot it. Because I don't want to be embarrassed over yeah. the microphone. <laughs> apparently, apparently, that's Peter DeLuise's favorite part of the entire episode. Is just Don Del, uh, um, Don Del- Don Davis's delivery of "What do I say?" <laughs> yeah. and then glowing energy being like that's that's flat out yeah. Peter DeLuise's favorite. Big that's a, when, it, when it turned into it uh, into an orb, I'm like, oh, this is like Hammond doesn't get to see this shit, eh? Yeah. And he yeah. has to read about it in the report yeah. afterwards. Yeah. These people are having me on. <laughs> <laughs> and good that uh, Harsis has decided when he was that uh, gr- glowing white light that he still like you know went through the hallways and downstairs. Yeah, like you could have just phased. <laughs> I feel like yeah. you could have phased through everything yeah. just Definitely. to get to the gate room. Yeah, the well, did he did he take the elevator? Because it's like that observation <laughs> lounge. That's yeah. not on level twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, that's like probably attached to like you know um, Fraser's like infirmary area. Yeah. Mm. So it's like, well, if that's not on level twenty eight, did he? Does he have a swipe card? Yeah, like, presses what? the button, just waits. Just waiting. Yeah. In there, listens to the <laughs> elevator music of the SGC. <laughs> he kind of just stops, like, and there's, like, an airman just, like, guarding some point, and he just kind of, like, the head appears and just is like, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And, the, and the airman's got to, like, swipe it yeah. and then open it all up. <laughs> to get to the level, one must swipe his card. <laughs> I have uh, two favourite parts of this episode for me, and the first part is back in Abydos, and um, you've got Jack O'Neill, Sporting the backwards cap and the sweet desert goggles. Okay, goggles. I know we've spoken about this before. If anyone out there yeah. listening, if you know where we can get goggles like that, please hit us up because I've wanted. I I don't go. Years, I don't go desert faring very often. Um, to be fair, but uh, hey, maybe I can use them mowing. I mean, who knows? Yeah. We can wow. bring you know well, when, what I actually um, do, what I want to do, and I, I really want a pair yeah. of those goggles. When we okay. went skiing, yes, in Japan, we we're like, oh, totally need a pair, and we couldn't find them. No. We need some Jack O'Neill goggles. And strangely, when you Google Jack O'Neill desert goggles, it doesn't really pop up with anything on no. eBay. Um, <laughs> even if you put in specific episodes, doesn't really help. Yeah. I'm mean, not that I've tried I mean, that several was 2009. Times. Yeah. So it's probably different now. Is that the last time you two went skiing? Is that? Yeah. 
on the snow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Still working the arms a fair yeah, bit, in fairness. Yeah, yeah, no. But, um, yeah, and I think also this this is where I start to turn from Daniel to Jack because Jack O'Neill's just so cool and he starts to have his comedy lines, like especially comparing Jack O'Neill with his cool backwards cap and his goggles compared to Daniel's floppy hat and pedophile glasses. <laughs> pedophile glasses. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like those weird round ones. <laughs> there is a point though where, and it's, I know it's this season, I can't remember what episode it is. It's like Jack does start wearing like his version of Daniel's floppy hat though. I think it might be the end of the season when they're Yeah, but it's backwards. Oh, yeah. In the light, I think he wears it. Yeah, it could in the, be the light. light even. And he's got yeah. one of those floppy hats and I'm like, come on, Jack. Come yeah. on now. That was come just on. a bit of a gag. But my other favourite part of this episode is that arch Asian guy. Daniel's counterpart. Yeah. His what little... is he, one of his great lines was, Target has been eliminated. Mm. And you're like, Super this menacing. dude is wild. Like, Super menacing. Just so strange. He's got Not like that good. grease back ponytail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's like, if you walk, like, he's evil. Like, you could just yeah. walk past him on the street and be like, oh, that dude's killed yeah. people. Like, well, until that, he do- that dude on. was in, ba- in Die Hard, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when, he, when I just sort of like, sort of the back of his head uh, the first time, and I'm like, is that like the evil... Is that an evil version of the monk from Eternal Instinct? Has he like Ooh. went full dark side? In his future, he can even corrupt that guy to want to like decimate targets on Earth. Because yeah, he was overly evil. Because at that stage, I'm like, okay, I know that we're in some kind of you know dream sequence or whatever. But is everyone down there evil like mm. Daniel, or is he just sort of like manipulated them into doing bad things? Yeah. But when that guy turns around, he's like eliminated, and I'm like, yeah. oh no, 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 you're with him. Until the end, like, like even, you're his yeah. chief henchman. Right even the security yeah. guards were pretty evil. Like even when Carter rocks up, she's got a swipe card or an ID to get into the building, and then she's like, "Daniel, I want to talk to you." That guy's got a Glock pointed yeah. at the back of her head. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, calm down. I saw that. I'm like, yeah, at least shoot her in the like, back. I don't know if it was a Glock, but Glock sounds oh, mate, cool. No, yeah. no one in the Stargate twelve in her face. <laughs> no one in the Stargate world like takes like you know. Maiming, it's always a kill shot. It's yeah, never, yeah. you know, it's never a shot in the leg Please or, or anything like that. It's always a kill shot. But even though he is in that position of absolute power, he's still a bit of a coward because, like, he sees, you know, the security cams are at the window or whatever that, that Carter's swiping in. And he runs out, he's like, find out why she's still going to pass and kick her off the property. Yeah. Yeah. And then when the woman's like, oh, she insisted, she's here, he goes, oh, no, that's fine, that's fine, that's yeah. fine. No, yeah. I don't want to hear me, uh, I don't want her to hear me say anything bad about her. Yeah. And I'll chuck her in jail after she leaves. <laughs> but what about that woman? Yeah. Is she insane? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> That's what I. She's the only like, non-evil person there. It's like, oh my god, yeah. is she okay? He's like, nah, totally. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. And there's no ju- crazy. no judge or jury. It's just like, oh, should we lock her up forever? Yeah, yeah. yes. Yeah, best it's like, idea. I mean, I'm yes, good idea. I'm a I'm a grown man living in this giant mansion with a ten year old boy by myself, yeah. Who's, yeah. who's not a blood relative, but no, yeah. she's the insane. Yeah. yeah, I'm wearing a dressing gown all day long. Yeah, I mean, I would too, <laughs> but it's amazing. <laughs> Oi, um. My favourite part of this episode, it was so epic, is when O'Neill unloaded a clip into Jackson. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No hesitation. Oh, man. So like, he, he, yeah. knows, he, knew he knows the, the force field's yeah. there now, but he's like, oh, look, I'm here. I may as well empty the clip. I've committed. You know? Get, rid of, yeah. Get rid of my anger. It's like, if I if I empty the clip, at least it means no one else can pick up the gun and shoot me with it because yeah. Yeah. Left. I'll just keep going. Yeah, that was, that was epic. Yeah. No, my favorite part was um was Jack early on just um just talking about, you know, Hammond's Hammond's big old wick. <laughs> Shifu, this is General Hammond. He's the leader of this facility. Welcome to Earth. A spark lights a flame, but the candle will only burn as long as the wick. What's wrong with this kid? <laughs> if I may, sir, I think what he means is the wick is the center of the candle. And ostensibly a great leader like yourself is essential to the whole ball of wax. <laughs> Basically what it means is that it's always better to have a big, long wick. Obviously. Right? Oh, it's how it burns, mate. <laughs> it's right, though, right? I, was, I thought for a second that he's like a big... Long wick, and that was a pan flute coming up. I'm sure that gets one. <laughs> and uh, the only other thing I had was um, uh, Peter DeLuise mentions it in the audio commentary, but when they're celebrating the launch of all the little orbital platform things and they're pouring the champagne, 
He says, you can't see it because they've turned the bottle around, but they're celebrating with a bottle of Dom DeLuise. <laughs> oh, wow. So, well done. Cool. well done, Peter, on that one. God, he's handsome. Michael Shanks, mm. like you were saying, Reese. Oh, as soon as he takes off those pedophile glasses. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right? When he had that flashback, when he was, um, when was it? When he was, oh, I had the ribbon device to Apophis's head and it went up to his oh, face. Yeah. I'm like, oh, is that? Is that actually him? Like no, he it's looks Elvis. so different mm. <laughs> with the Elvis collar. <laughs> right? He's a handsome man, though. Uh, well, we get a lot of letters and mail and email about just how handsome and attractive uh, Michael Shanks is, and uh, when he doesn't wear his glasses, I think it's a little bit more obvious. Not that glasses are per se unattractive. It's Back just pedal? that uh, listen, pedophile glasses. Even after the episode of Need opted. Even though his eyes had been corrected by the sarcophagus, decided that the glasses were just too cool. <laughs> well, that, that was, it's only temporary. Right. Of oh, that's only temporary. Shut up, Robert. No, it's not. What, so he's temporary alive after yeah. he fucking died? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mate, we're all temporary alive. Oh. Good call. Let's see. You Got know. me there, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you have a sarcophagus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then I totally forgot that they brought back the Zaytark detector. Like I completely yeah. forgot about that. I was like, "Yeah, what? can we can we use that?" Well, yeah, not for its purpose, but I guess mm. we can just tell it's if just he's lying. Like, it's a prop. Well, it's a prop we've got there that costs us thousands of dollars to make. We yeah. may as well use it, I suppose. Pretty sure the SGC would have a lie detector, right? And, and the parent in me came out in that scene where you had uh, what's what do we new Toker? Do we know his name yet? Uh, bitch slap. Uh, old one. Old one. Old one. Old one. And he bitch slapped him in Alec Oldwin. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alec Oldwin. And he's he sits Shifu down. And he's like, just uh, direct your eyeline right here into this tiny, tiny. Like you know, that camera's on like a zoom almost. Like his eyes are like barely, barely taking up the focus in the in the screen. And he's like, just focus your eyes here. And then during the chat. Shifu just sort of like looks around, he's yeah. not, and I'm like, man, look where he told you to look. <laughs> the flashbacks to being at home with my kids, and I'm like, look at me, look at me, listen to me. And then you just see them looking at you, and they just dart, and they look at the TV behind them. <laughs> Don't look at the TV when I'm talking. Look at look at my eyes. I'm like, God damn, I'm going to throw something at well, the goddamn wall. I remember wall. In the, last, the last time we saw the Zaytuck detector, they, like, everyone had their like head strapped. Mm, yeah. You know, they had that big leather thing across their foot. They didn't do that with the kid. No, they didn't want no. him to go full nuclear. It's yeah, like, well, we don't maybe, know what this kid like, could do. Oh, look, we've, we've tied his hands down. Daniel's wearing pedophile glasses. We don't want to strap his head down. <laughs> oh, oh like, Jesus. It's too much, yeah. you know. You can have two. You can't have three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, 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 if we put the strap across his head, Daniel's yeah. got to walk in with no glasses on. That's the only way. It's <laughs> the only way. As this episode in Maternal Instinct proved, as long as you play a pan flute over it, it doesn't yeah. feel wrong. Like no. it's, it, You could have done that. You, you wouldn't have thought anything wrong about that scene if the pan flute was there. But without a pan flute, it was like, oh. But your honour, I played a pan flute. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to find, find out if Reese's been paying attention. Look at you, just every week now. I told you it's back. All right, here we go. Five questions for Reese. Short answer questions. Uh, Top stuff at the end of the first These question. are all about this episode, which is good for you. Oh, Absolute gimmies. power. Time starts at the end of this question. Who wrote the episode Absolute Power? Oh, Cooper? Correct. What is the name of the satellite Daniel Jackson designed? Ugh, fast. What was the Harsisis eating at the breakfast table? Fruit Loops. Correct. Name the planet where we first encountered the glowing alien Oma Dasala. Abydos. Incorrect. How much money did Jack bet oh, on... You said in this episode, anyway. How much did money did Jack bet on the satellite launch? hundred bucks. Correct. What is the name of satellite? No idea. God, even I don't know that one. That's an AG3. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned it a few times. What's oh, what's oh. it called? A ta- attack Gould or something like that? Anti Gould. Anti Gould satellite. Know. It's I don't a third that version. Third version. Jesus. AG3. Looks exactly like the one he designed on the, on the chalkboard a year <laughs> yeah. ago. Yeah. How much does it change? <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix him. The design's which, fine. You know, which is oh, sleek in it. the wiki yeah. by it, mind you, costs $160 billion to make. I don't know if that was one satellite or the whole network. No, I remember yeah. they said what that in the episode it was going to take $80 billion over two, two years. years. And Daniel's like, well, yeah. we need to do it in a year. And Davis is like, well... It's impossible. It'll double the cost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
so it's not impossible. So it's not impossible. Like, he's got you there. Yeah. But I feel like it's the same budget. If you yeah, <laughs> if you're going to speed things up, is the labour really worth eighty billion? Like hiring yeah. people to do it twice <laughs> yeah. as fast? Yeah. It's not doubling. I mean, no. Davis, I know you're trying Ship to shut him down. But I love Davis. He's like um, questioning everything that um, that Jackson asked him for. So at the start so of this, the, mate, you said everything's about this episode, and then yeah. you go, "What planet did we?" Well, first it was mentioned in, in this episode, Keb. That's why. Look, I'm I'm conflicted because I knew the answer, but I'm kind of on Reese's side for this one. So, all right. Well, you still got it wrong. <laughs> so this is what Daniel Jackson thinks. <laughs> Reese. Your father made you wrong! Oh, that's just the evil version of Daniel. Yeah. yeah. You stupid son of a bitch. And for this, from now on, we have an extra clip. What? Whoa. Oh, yeah, stack them on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. Can't so f- when it's wait. not me. You never were that bright. No! <laughs> Can't wait to do a three-way I, montage of that. I, I'm going to unload a f***ing clip into you, mate. <laughs> With the Glock. Spaz 12 Glock. The miniaturised version of the Spaz 12. Spaz 12 Glock, aka machine handgun. <laughs> Australia. AG3. All strapped to a P90. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's episode 83 of Get Into Gate. Absolute power. We will be back next week to talk about the light on the next Stargate SG-1. On the next Stargate SG-1. Imagine an outbreak of suicide. Something. something (laughs) It's the happening. Like an incurable (laughs) disease. Daniel, what are you doing out here? None of it's contagious. Until each victim takes their last breath. This is exactly what happened to members of SG-5 before they died, so you're going to have to take them back to the planet. Now, they must return to the source of a powerful addiction. What are we looking at here? (laughs) And try to resist temptation. We need to know what this thing does. Before they all fall prey to its death grip. It's happening to me, isn't it? Richard Dean Anderson stars on the next Stargate SG-1. So, uh, I'll see you guys in two weeks. Okay. Excellent, we get a break. <laughs> <laughs> you never were that bright, were you, Reese? <clears throat> no, thanks, guys. That was great. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's a callback, but, you know, that's fine. The callback was at the end of the Have You Been Paying Attention? It was a callback to that. Yeah, it's not funny when you do two callbacks. I'm just chewing on something. <laughs> that's a rule. Just, write that down. Write yes. that down. Write that down. Write that down. Comedy one. Protect yourself. And Maddie, I'll tell you what you did. You did two callbacks in an episode. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a callback. Boom. Yeah. Until then, you can uh, check us out on the socials. Follow, like, subscribe, all that sort of stuff. Stay in touch with the show. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where you can grab us on uh, getintogate at gmail.com. Join the show. Uh, be part of the show. Uh, support the show. Get exclusive behind-the-scenes extras. Get absolute power. Oh, there Stop he is. Patreon.com forward slash getintogate. Uh, if you want to chat to us individually, and oh, why don't you? Just you know, get personal with us. Mitch underscore Lewis is uh, where you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Maddie At Pitch Maddie. Boom. Brendan. I'm at the Brendan Gibson. And Reese. I am at the Flying Gibson. Beautiful. We'll see you back next week to talk about the light. Hmm. <laughs> That's going to be good. Promise. Cooper! Get into geek.com Get out.